the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there, boys and girls, and thank you for checking out our little podcast. This is a look back at the week that was September 28th until October 2nd. It's where we take a look at what has gone on in the world of music over the years gone by in this week. Elvis on the move. Pink Floyd on the beach, spending as much cash as they physically could, and they weren't buying ice creams, and feeling groovy with Marianne Faithful. Actually, we'll start with a little bit of Elvis news, and it was on this week back in 1968 when the American radio DJ Dewey Phillips died of heart failure aged 42. That's four years younger than I am now. He was one of rock and roll's pioneering disc jockeys and in 1954 he was the first to play Elvis Presley's debut record. Now more power, if you can understand what Dewey Phillips is saying on this radio station back in the 50s, more power because I haven't a clue what's going on here. And this was the style of the day. Oh yes, I got people so Phillips, which bring the hottest cotton picking thing to cuts, a red hot blue coming through WHBQ and Hotel Chiska on the magazine floor at the right desk. That's right, play call Sam Putney. Get you a wheelbarrow load of mad hogs, run them through the front door and tell them Philip sent you from it. Hot and blue. Well, then you, I got a new song we're going to play here. They're going to cut loose this new, cut loose this new song. Okay, I understood the Elvis bit. That's fine. 1991 in this week, Guns N' Roses released two albums, Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2. Here's Axel Rose. Our second major album, we wanted a headlining tour, you know, and to do it right. And it feels great. I'd say the first half of the first CD is more in line with Appetite. It's all new songs. And the second half, of the first CD has Coma and November Rain and The Garden so some really experimental numbers for us This week back in 1987 Pink Floyd gave us their 13th studio album A Momentary Lapse of Reason Now you might go oh yeah what was the album cover on that the one with the beach and all the hospital beds and the bloke sitting there and the French maid Basically this was a big photo shoot in Devon Art director Storm Torgerson tells the story. And I wanted to shoot it in L.A. where the light would be better. Couldn't find the beds. So we had to do it in England. And we found 700 wrought iron Victorian hospital beds. And we took them down to a beach in Devon. The microlight is there in the flesh for learning to fly. The dogs are there in the flesh for dogs. And then there was a French maid. I'm trying to work out why the French maid was there. We were just about to shoot and it rained. And this is English rain. And an English rain is more like a grey event. So I had to cancel the shoot there and then, undo all the beds, all 700 of them, carry them back up the cliff, put them back in the lorries. Anyway, we did it two weeks later and it was fine. But it was a crazy shoot, seriously crazy shoot, and unbelievably expensive. It was this week back in 1967 that across the water in the UK, they got their very first national pop music station, BBC Radio One. Launched when all the pirates in the 60s on the boats and whatnot had been shut down when former pirate disc jockey Tony Blackburn took to the air for the first time. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the exciting new sound of Radio One. As the first DJ on this pioneering new station, it was not long before Tony Blackburn became a household name. 
I uh, went in with the breakfast show and modelled it on what I'd been doing out on the pirate ships for quite some time, bringing about American radio into this country with personality and terrific jingles. And, um, and we did it. Enormous audiences. I mean, my first breakfast show on Radio 1 was 21 million. You know, every morning, 20 million, 21 million people, gigantic audiences. So immediately, within the space of a week or two weeks, you became a national name. Mark Bolan would have been 73 this week, sadly killed in a car crash two weeks before his 30th birthday. He just oozed cool, didn't he? All right. Welcome to a new show called Mark. Could be a lot of new sounds, a lot of new experiences. The biggest and the best so far this week or an amazing group called Jam! To 1956 we go and test audiences gave a negative reaction to Elvis Presley dying at the end of the film Love Me Tender. So what did they do? Reshot it. Brought Elvis back in to make sure the hero lived in the end. Starring Richard Egan as Vance Reno who came back from the wars to claim his bride. Deborah Paget as Kathy who loved one Reno brother, but married another. And introducing Elvis Presley as Clint Reno, who loved his brother, but also loved his brother's girl. Nobody asks why a woman falls in love and gets married. You do. You ask me with every look, and you've got no right to think I was faithless. Say you want your lover. Say you ain't laid awake every night by my side thinking of him. Wishing I was Vance. In 1967 as well, thieves broke into Mick Jagger's London flat and stole jewellery and furs belonging to his then-girlfriend, Marianne Faithful. Speaking in 1967 and messing herself with the law, Marianne... It's not groovy to take anything. We should be able to be in a state where we don't eat cigarettes or drink or anything like that at all, or marijuana. But something like LSD, if it wasn't meant to happen, it wouldn't have been invented somehow. I think it was it was important that I know so many people that before they took LSD was such a drag and they took LSD and they really opened up and then of their own accord they stopped nearly everybody has stopped taking LSD now you stopped I stopped yeah and in 1977 some more Elvis news the body of Elvis and his mother Gladys were moved from the cemetery they were buried in and then moved to Graceland after somebody tried to steal their coffins. They filed past the gravesite here at the Meditation Garden, where Elvis is buried now along with his mother, Gladys. And finally, in 1995, Oasis gave us their second album, What's the Story, Morning Glory. Here's Noel, back in the day, very blocked nose, he must have had a bad cold this day, when he was talking about how easy it was to write these songs. Wonderwall took ten minutes, literally. Cast No Shadow took, like, ten minutes. Morning Glory took about 20 minutes. It just, uh, I mean, when when I was writing the songs for that album, they were, they were just coming so fast like that. We knew it, it was just going to be like the biggest signed album of this decade and the, and the best album of this decade. I don't know where they came from. And to this day, it still startles me. They just, they were just coming out, man. And I was writing like a song, you know, I was writing two songs a day, man. And that is a little look at the week that was, September 28th to October 2nd in music history. Thank you for checking out our little podcast. Tell your friends. We need the numbers. And there is the day in music history every single day on Nova and on Nova.ie. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks for being here.